It's March, 2021. One year ago, things were a lot different. Last year this time, I was in North Carolina. I had gone to visit my daughter and take care of my grandson as she took her eighth grade students on their annual three-day trip to Washington, D.C. I was also there for a special celebration. You see, my daughter had been nominated as Teacher of the Year for her school in the fall of 2019, and by the spring, she was in one of the top 20 finalists. So that was some good news. But things were already beginning to change. You see, just before the trip, several parents pulled their students out of the trip because of this new thing called coronavirus that we were just beginning to hear about. They thought it wasn't safe. And later on, when we went to the school board office for a meeting that actually honored the 20 semifinalists, we noticed on our way out that there were people in the hall of Asian descent that were all wearing masks. We could not understand why at that point, because it seemed so odd. But I digress. Those days leading up, leading up to COVID was wonderful. We got a chance to be in a crowded room with people celebrating some wonderful accomplishments of 20 teachers. We got to hug each other and casual friends and acquaintances. We got to sit together and talk and feel comfortable with each other. And that evening, right after that, we got to go to a restaurant and sit down and enjoy a meal. It was a wonderful time and those experiences at that moment we took for granted, but we really can't take them for granted anymore. One year in COVID and the numbers have changed. So much has been lost. The loss of sickness and death has been overwhelming. Worldwide, there have been 117 million cases with 2.59 million deaths. In the United States alone, 29.1 million cases with over 520 something odd million, odd thousand deaths. And in Virginia, 586,000 cases with almost, almost 10,000 deaths. And that's just now. We're not even talking about the numbers who have been sickened, the ones who have long lasting effects. There have been loss of jobs. There are so many people unemployed. 14.7% of the people, we have unemployment. Over 20.6 million jobs have been lost. Yes, we think some of the law jobs may come back eventually, but with so many businesses shifting and many even closing down, some of those jobs are lost forever. But we have hope now. We have three vaccines that are available to help stem the spread. We have all sorts of mask mandates and hand washing and social distancing protocols that unfortunately a few people in a few states are currently discarding. We are one year in COVID and I really believe we have probably another year before things get back to what we will call quote normal. So right now, 
we set in an abnormal state of normal. Normal is when we have school online as well as a few classrooms open. Normal is when we worship mostly online. Normal is when we shop online. Normal is when we don't go out unless we have a specific purpose and we try to avoid as many people as possible. Normal is wearing a mask, keeping masks handy, and even keeping a spare one in the car. Normal is keeping hand sanitizer in the car, as well as gloves, in case some place is particularly dirty. Normal is washing our hands for 20 seconds while humming some tune every time, and especially after we come back in our home. Normal is using antibacterial wipes and antibacterial cleaner to clean every surface. Normal is wiping down the inside of our car after it's been serviced. Normal is wiping down everything. And normal is staying away from groups of people, including individuals that you love and want to be near because you don't know where they've been. This abnormal normal is going to be a part of our lives for a while. But even with all of this, even with the death, even with the loss, there have been some things that I would not trade. One thing during this pandemic, a lot of families have become closer. Closer, you say, how is that? Well, we have realized that we don't need to see each other to still be with each other. We have learned, and I say we, especially my generation, have learned how to use technology to help us stay in touch with people that we love, people that we know, even people, even meeting new friends. We're using technology in our everyday lives. We are spending our time, sometimes more times with friends and family. Since the pandemic, I have a chance to spend every Sunday having Sunday dinner with my daughter over dual. Now, before the pandemic, if we didn't, we never did that, but now it's a priority. We are spending more time doing shopping in a more productive manner, not just shopping as far as um, online, but even the stores. It's a great thing when certain stores actually make appointments for you to shop. During this pandemic, I guess because of my need for technology, as well as the fact that my technology was pretty old, I had to replace both a laptop and a computer at the different stages. Now, the amazing thing is, before, if I wanted to do that, you go into Best Buy, you stand in line, you hang around, you hope you can find someone to to talk to, to help you out, and it takes forever to get things done. During the pandemic, each time I was able to make an appointment, when I arrived at my appointment, I had a personal shopper with me to explain the details about my technology and help me decide which it purchases best. And when I got my cell phone, the young lady, Hannah, that waited on me that day, marvelous young woman, took the time to transfer all of my data and photos from my old phone to my new one. 
Now, that's something you usually have to do at home. But she did it right there in the, on the spot. So there have been some pleasant times. Also, another unexpected benefit is that by being home, people have started to see what many Black people knew all along, that there is a pandemic of racism in this land. The world stopped and stood still and watched as George Floyd was murdered in front of us by a police officer last May. And it was that reckoning, that racial reckoning, that finally caused for many of the Confederate monuments to finally be taken down. This was something that a lot of people didn't realize until they saw it. The loss of life from COVID has been rough, but also at that time, many people realized the loss of life from racism in this nation. We got to understand and see firsthand just how bad it was as our leader at the time stoked the fires of racism, white supremacy and segregation. We got a chance to live through an election that was actually one of the easiest and fairest to vote in ever. We didn't have to wait till that one day and stand in line for hours. Some of us stood in line, but to avoid crowds, we went on an early voting day or voted by mail. All of those things made this election have more people voting in any election in history. Don't tell me that's not democracy at work. So this is where we are. There's been so much more that has happened as well. Yes, we have lost family and friends. And yes, the loss of life continues. Yes, Depression has been harder than ever for many people, as well as the separation from others. But at the same time, this has given us a chance to pivot and find ways to help each other. I have been in ministry for almost 20 years. And recently, a couple of years ago, I founded this ministry called Facing Issues Gracefully also known as FIG. Now the FIG is basically four of us ladies that came together because we liked to talk about and ask questions about things that people didn't talk about. So these four ladies, Jackie, Glorietta, and Veronica, and I came together and formed this wonderful ministry. And a part of our ministry is geared to, let's talk about the things we don't talk about. During our first year in ministry, we had two programs at our church. One program was a conversation about privilege, what it looks like, how we have it, and what's our responsibility with it. Great conversation. The second conversation was called Having Our Own, which was a way of bringing professionals in to talk about ways in which we need to not only get our own money, but save it, invest it in whatever we need to do to get ahead in this world. That was in our first year. During our last year, 
we had many more conversations, all virtually. We had conversations on mental health, a series of mental health professionals to come in and talk to us about mental health and how we can help ourselves. We had conversations on the topics we didn't talk about, including such things as human trafficking and domestic violence and even the, the domestic abuse of incest and rape. We've had conversations that have helped people navigate grief and as well as to conversations to help parents understand what the school system is doing. When we had superintendents and representatives from all the major school systems come in and talk to us, all of this was done virtually and it continues to grow. You see, this pandemic gave us a chance to stop sat still and look at what we were doing in our lives. It gave us a chance to get closer to our faith if we have one. I was always a person that went to church, but now on any given week, I can attend as many as four or five different services, two or three of them on Sundays. And with the with the tending of the services virtually, I've also stepped up my giving to those services that have blessed me. Because you see, I'm not spending the gas going out anymore. I'm not paying for dry cleaning for my church clothes. Heck, I don't even know where most of them are. They're stuck up in the closet somewhere. But I'm staying at home and still ministering. We've come up with a Friday night group we call Fig Fridays, where a group of ladies, we just get together and do all sorts of things. We have discussions, Bible study, exercise. Sometimes we just have a chat and chew where we just sit and talk and eat. These things have happened because of COVID. And these are some things that are going to continue. Yes, the world is opening up, and I'm glad that it is. But for many of us, especially those of us that are older with underlying health conditions, we're going to still be sitting back for a moment. We're still going to be wearing our mask and social distancing. We're still going to be ch attending church online, and we're still going to be visiting our friends and family that way as well. So we have made it through a year of COVID. Now, one thing I realized that with each year, we are supposed to grow and learn something. So my question for you is, what have you learned in a year in COVID? How have you grown? How have you pivoted? Have you learned how to use technology to keep in touch with family and friends or to help someone? How is your giving? Are you giving to your church or to your favorite organizations? as much, more, or have you stopped giving? I guess I'm asking is, are you alive? Or are you just sitting here waiting for it to end? When the shutdown first started, they said it was gonna be two weeks. And I remember thinking, why is it this serious? But during those two weeks after looking at the news, I understood why. And all through the year, we have hoped at times that things would get better. 
We'd hoped that by June it was going to be okay. We'd hoped that by September it was going to be okay. And now I still hope, but my hope is looking more at a long range goal. My hope is that every day it gets better that the numbers go down, that more people are vaccinated, and that more people are taking this serious. And it's my hope that maybe next year, in March 2022, I'll be able to look at it and look back at COVID in the rearview mirror and said, yes, we came through this. But in the meantime, we're going to continue to move forward. Because moving forward is what it's all about. I remember reading a quote from Nikki Giovanni once who said that plant life teaches us that we either grow or we die. And that is absolutely true. When I look at plants, they're either growing or they're turning brown and shriveling up and dying. We have lost a lot of life this past year. A lot of lives have been lost but there is still life left for the living. So my question is, have you, are you growing? Have you learned a new skill? Or have you done something different this year? Or have you sat back and bitterly waited for this to end? Have you reached out to your brothers and sisters with patience and compassion? Or have you shown extreme hate? There have been so many variances this year where opposites in behavior had occurred. As a little girl, black girl growing up in the South, every now and then somebody would hurl the world nick word nigger at me. Well, I was shocked last year in May as I was leaving a grocery store that it was hurled at me again. Wow. So as things change, there's still some things that are not changing. So let's take the time now to decide what we're going to do to make our lives better, not just for ourselves, but for everyone. Life is precious, and COVID-19 should have taught you that. Life is fleeting. Life is not promised. I just heard yesterday that a former coworker that I knew and worked with had passed away suddenly, had not been sick, didn't have any real underlying health issues, but just they found her. She had died in her sleep, apparently. We have to make every single day count, even the days in COVID. So, Today is a beautiful day in the city of Richmond. It's in the 70s. The sun is shining. The breeze is warm. It's supposed to be rainy and cool this weekend. So get out today and enjoy that time. Don't wait for the pandemic to be over to enjoy yourself. Don't wait for the pandemic to be over to laugh, to spend times virtually or in small distant groups with your friends, to go outside and walk, to start a new hobby, to do something different. We can't afford to wait for anything because guess what? We don't know when the last day, the last moment is promised. Anyhow, 
If you're listening to this, congratulations. You've made it through the first year of COVID. And guess what? You're going to make it. Keep focused. Keep prayed up. Keep positive people in your life. And remember that God's got this and you've got it too. Okay, folks, be blessed. Have a great one. Talk to you next time. Bye. 